Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 77 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden. And on today's episode, I will be answering the question, quote, with all of the COVID-19 stuff happening and state and local mandates beginning to loosen up, as an event coordinator, planner, or venue, what are the key things a waiver should have? So really, we're going to start with, do you need a waiver due to COVID-19 if you're in the event industry and you're still putting on events um, as a planner, vendor, venue owner, that sort of thing. So I've been getting this question a lot, the question, do I need a waiver? And originally I was telling people that I didn't really think that they needed to worry about it because, well, because of a few reasons. First of all, there's an argument for assumption of the risk. So what we're talking about here is if a client were to sue you or someone that went to a wedding sued you because they went to the event and they got COVID, and they're saying that you're liable because they got that. Um, if you then went and hired an attorney to defend you, that attorney is going to say, well, they assume the risk. Because pretty much anytime you go and meet in a large public gathering, nowadays in our current climate, it's understood that you are going to be, well, I shouldn't say that you're going to be, but that you have the potential to be exposed to COVID-19. So there are going to be people there that um, may not be displaying symptoms, they could have it. This is just an understood risk that we all should be aware about. Also, there is an issue of causation. And when I say that, basically, we just mean that it might be difficult if someone got COVID-19 at an event for them to prove that that was the cause of them getting sick. Obviously, you could get around that if, uh, or they could get around that if, they were to show that a whole bunch of people got it and they did contact tracing and all that kind of stuff. But these are just some different defenses that you're gonna have. Um, Also the likelihood that you're gonna be sued pretty low and the likelihood that a court would ever agree with the person suing you, also pretty low. So those are really the reasons why at first, I didn't really think that we needed to have a waiver. But with most things, uh, with most legal things, better safe than sorry, And so I thought about it a little bit more and I was talking to some of my students and and we talked about unlike a typical breach of contract claim where you're only going to be sued for really the value of your contract 
this could be a much higher dollar amount. So if someone contracted COVID and they were gonna sue someone, they would probably sue for hospital bills, all those sorts of things. So whether your insurance would cover this, I don't know, that would be a question for your insurance company, but we can protect ourselves from this by having a liability waiver. Um, if you did end up going to court on this kind of thing, it would go probably outside of the scope of small claims court. So that's really the difference between like that lower dollar contract claim and then this higher dollar claim is obviously the higher dollar the claim is, the more risk you have, but then also you start to phase out of small claims court. So in most breach of contract cases, it's a low enough dollar amount that at least in California and the, in most other states, it's gonna be a small claims issue, which means you won't need to hire an attorney, which means it's not gonna cost you as much money. If someone sued you for medical expenses, we could be evolving now beyond small claims court. So with all that said, we might wanna think about doing a liability waiver. So the purpose of having a client sign a liability waiver is really twofold. One, it waives liability, which is kind of the obvious part, but essentially they're saying that if they were to contract COVID, they're not gonna sue you. There's also gonna be language in there saying, I understand the inherent risks involved with having an event and during this global pandemic, all that good stuff. The second thing it should do is indemnify you. And what that means is the client should essentially be agreeing to reimbursing you for any costs associated with a lawsuit from anyone that attends their wedding. So let's say Uncle George goes to this wedding, Uncle George contract, contracts COVID, and then Uncle George wants to sue you. An indemnification clause would say, hey client, if that were to happen, then you are gonna cover my costs and uh, basically make sure that that you know, does not financially harm me. So that's the indemnification provision you want your waiver to do both of those things. So if you wanna learn a little bit more about this, if you wanna chit chat about it, um, we can talk about it a little bit at my contract workshop, which is tomorrow, Wednesday, July 29th. Uh, just go to www.bradendrake.com forward slash workshop to register. Make sure you register um, so then you can get all this information. And just a heads up, if any of you that are listening are current members in my fundamentals membership, we actually have a COVID liability waiver template for you in the membership. If you're not a member and you'd like to learn more, I will be talking about that tomorrow during the workshop. So uh, about the first 50 minutes, I'm gonna be teaching you some really awesome um, contract principles. And then I'm gonna tell you about fundamentals for about 10 minutes. It'll be a nice short little pitch for you. You can learn if you wanna join to get all access to all these templates. And then the last hour, we're gonna do a workshop style where you can actually share provisions of your contract and I will look at them and provide feedback. So it's gonna be super fun. Hope to see you there. Uh, also, before I close out, I forgot to mention the question for today's podcast episode came from Veronica Aguilar. So thank you so much, Veronica, for your question. Um, I'll make sure that I tag you in the Facebook group so you know that this episode went live. And um, also, if you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you join that as well at Braden's Besties. So maybe you can get your question answered on the next podcast. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed 
and I will uh, be back in your podcast app in just a few days. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.